Welcome to Kansas City Real Talk brought to you by KCRAR. I'm Bobby Howe. And I'm Alex Scaring. Bobby, where are we? We are in Cancun, which means wow. we're out of the country. Yeah. And rules do not apply to this episode no. whatsoever. Because we're shaking things up. Yeah, because in fact, we don't never have our guest with us in the room while we're doing the intro. And yet there's a third voice. I believe, if I'm correct, it was our first podcast guest ever. Oh, man. When she was Kansas City president back in 21, 20, 19, 19, 19. That's fine. Whatever year that was. Just keep rewinding. (laughs) It hasn't been four years. It's been four years. That's why it's hard that it's been four years is our now 2023 Missouri Realtors president, Andrea Sheridan. Poor Amber, she has to deal with us doing all <laughs> Alex usually comes in on the microphone really hot and really loud as a welcome. And then Amber's like, turn it down. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. So we're all here. Yeah, so we, it's Realtors Spring Break. It's Realtors Spring Break. And I believe, if I'm correct, we all flew out of Kansas City on March 1st. Is that correct? That is correct. Which means we've all now experienced the brand new Kansas City Airport. So, so pretty. <laughs> so, so awesome. So awesome. Yeah. Like, so I landed in Kansas City the first day, February 28th, that it was open. And as we're taxiing to the airport, like I see it and I just like tears start forming in my eyes. I was like, Bobby, this is stupid. It's an airport. It's fine. We're fine. Don't cry over an airport. And then we actually, I start walking through the terminal and I couldn't help it. Like I literally just had like little bitty tears because it doesn't feel like our airport. We're big kids now. We are big kids. I mean, it is really, really cool. But I have to say, it's also an airport and it's, I think it's just cool because we're so used to our like bucket of garbage old airport, but for the most part, it's just a normal airport to everybody else. And that's it's really cool. Yeah. When, when all of these people show up for broker summit, they're going to be like, um, this is just an airport guys. But for us, yeah. so, cause people have said, well, they've seen all the posts from all of us about the airport because none of us can shut up about the airport. And then yeah. The, but the Midwest people come up to me, like I had several people from Iowa come up to me separately yesterday and go, but we're in the Midwest. We understand what it's like to have a new airport. The people on the coast, they don't get it because they get new stuff all the time, but we don't get new stuff in the Midwest. No. No. Well, it is really exciting. And the shops are really cool. And they were all even open for us that early in the morning. It seemed like everything was well staffed. It was mm-hmm. super efficient. Everybody kept on talking about how it was going to be a super inefficient airport. And it's it's perfect. Yeah. I walked right out of my car, went straight to security and mm-hmm. got, I mean, it was, it was perfect. Can't yeah. complain. No? Smell a barbecue first um, thing in the morning. That is a joy. It's just like you're in Kansas City. You got some barbecue and a really pretty airport now. Yeah, It's good. Vegas has gambling in their airport. We have the smell of barbecue. I mean, what's not to love? I prefer barbecue or gambling. So that works for me. (laughs) That's right. The only complaint, and this isn't really a complaint, but it's the only negative that I had was that over on the B terminal, there really was just one coffee shop. So there was a really long line, but the the Dunkin' Donuts is outside security. That's my only issue is that if I want a Dunkin' Donuts, I have to do that before I even go through security. That's my issue. I wish there was a Dunkin' yeah. on the other side. And chug it. And chug it. Oh, I could just chug a hot coffee. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah. No. 
That probably wouldn't end well. So, all right. So all three of us are here in Cancun with our poor producer, Amber, back in Kansas City, but she's hanging out with us. She's dealing with us. So what are we all doing in Cancun? Did we all just randomly take a vacation together? No, although it kind of feels that way and it's fun, but we had like sessions and stuff to go to. And I thought they've been really, really good. I particularly thought that yesterday was really solid. Um, do we can we talk a little bit about what we've been sitting through and yeah, I think what we can we've been talk talking about a little bit? Yeah. So we're all here for the NAR Realtor Party President Circle Conference, which those people who are major investors in RPAC or President Circle, they get to uh, they're invited to attend this conference. And so it's very politically um, driven towards a com- uh, conference. So yesterday we started out with Simone Sanders Townsend. That, Townsend that's her Sanders, I didn't get that wrong. And she has her own show on MSNBC. Correct. And she was she was a trip, man. She had she funny, funny little quips and yep. things. That's what I was talking to Christy Harrison, who did the interview with her this morning. She goes, she was just so quick on her feet, you know, thinking of these funny little things to say. She goes, I hoped everybody in the audience was getting it. And I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, everything landed. Well, one of the things that I really appreciated about her, when you see the title of the session, is speaking truth to power. Uh, people can walk in there with with a, a certain expectation that it's going to be a, a a very strong progressive uh, stance on you know these things. And what I really appreciated about her session was that um, she just mostly talked about uh, just media bias in general, yeah. and that truth. It is a real thing. There is a, we're, we're not saying that there's uh, that there's you know uh, what am I trying to say? Um, there what's you have the to uh, what's yourself and yeah and gauge whether the the media outlet that you're listening to is opinion or whether it is researched truth that they're telling. And yeah, everybody's going to have their own angle. Yes, um, but I think even like the theme of all of the speakers has been that authenticity, that bringing your whole self to whatever you're doing. And she was just, she was like uh, one of her quotes was, I will unapologetically push the boundaries so that the younger generation doesn't have to work so hard. And I loved that. Mm -hmm. And then she also said, ask for what you know you've worked for. Like if you've, if you've worked your butt off for something, ask for what you want. And that was her in the the secretary position. She just said, that's the job that I want. Even though she didn't know if she had a chance in heck of getting it, Mm -hmm. she just asked for it and she got it. She was phenomenal. I thought John Meacham was hilarious. Mm -hmm. I mean, what a funny guy. I was telling Sarah. I I know. I was telling Sarah, like, I hope that like uh, 15 years from now, I'm so well-versed in a topic that I can riff just that well, you know, and, and I mean, such an incredible, uh, incredible speaker. Um, I didn't stick around after Paul Ryan. I'm a bad boy. I, I feel bad. I did. We talked a lot about the national debt ceiling, uh, mortgage interest deduction, 1031 exchange, affordable housing, and making sure that um, we are closing that um, poverty um, gap that we we have and just making sure that realtors continue that conversation and make sure that all of our politicians know that those are important for our the health of our economy. Look at this A plus. I'm a nerd. Girl Scout girl. Well, I love it too, but I liked the sun a little bit more today. I was choosing the sun. So 
Okay, so we're in Cancun, and yeah. normally I would have a book bit, and I'm in the middle of reading a book, but I don't actually have a book bit, and yet our guest says she has a book bit. So can we change the song up and sing it with uh, Andrew's yeah. book bit? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Do, 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 Andrea's book bit. Casey, all right, so book bit. Um, my my latest that I just thoroughly enjoyed was The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. And it was a fantastic read in that the, the strength that we get in climbing up the mountain is what helps us with the valleys. And so when we have something that we are facing, uh, a, a giant that we have to battle, the muscles that we develop in that obstacle is what we need to become the human to face the next challenge. And so um, just an amazing eye-opening, like so everybody goes through hard times where they're like, oh my gosh, am I ever going to beat this? And yet it's exactly what we need to, to grow. Oh, I like that. That reminds me of Kyle Carpenter and his whole mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. And and the way that and it, the reflections from his experiences, uh, and like there was nothing more moving to to me yesterday than when he said that he is thankful for that hand grenade. It was like the most, I don't know. It just did what a mind blowing statement. Well, you think yeah. about that sentence. I'm thankful for a hand grenade that required me to have what thirty surgeries mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to to be put back together. But because of that experience, it led him on the life path that he didn't plan. Like, I don't think anybody goes to war planning on getting blown up by a hand grenade. Mm-hmm. But because of that experience, he knew that that was part of his mission and his purpose in life was to bring the, a, a message to people about overcoming adversity and, and being able to um, bounce back is probably the wrong word when you've, yeah. 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 So what are we talking about today? I don't know. We just, we're just here with Andrea, just, you know, shooting the breeze. I mean, we could just do this, this all day long. And I think our people would be entertained. However, Andrea, if I'm correct, you were just installed Hmm. as the 2023 Missouri Realtors president, and I am blessed to be on your leadership team. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about your journey to becoming Missouri Realtors president. Yeah. Cause it's been a journey. I mean, you, yeah, you think about the, the beginning of a journey and you're like, okay, I was born June 22nd, <laughs> 1980. Okay. That's how long ago it was. Right. Um, so being a second generation realtor being involved, I didn't even know there was an option. Like I thought that that was just you, you get your license and you're involved. And, um, so yeah, I just growing up around the, the industry and everything that's going on, um, I took it for granted and I never really chose a path. I just kind of like evolved into different things. Um, but yet I had mentors in my life who said, Hey, you would be really good at, and then they would name a committee. I'd be like, okay. And, you know, starting on KCRAR's events committee, which I loved, like we had so much fun, we planned all these parties. We had Christmas parties where we would sing and we would dance just to keep it. Cause it was, it was just like an awards thing and it was kind of lame. And so we're like, what do we do to make it more fun? Um, and so, uh, yeah, 
that we had dancing Santa girls. Mm. Um, I'm Santa, sad Santa I miss these days. We, we sewed the costumes. We, mm-hmm. we made up words to songs that were real estate related. Um, so that was, that was my foray into association leadership. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and look at you now. Look at me now from, from sewing Santa baby costumes mm-hmm. to <laughs> president of a state association. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's just like, once you find your love and your passion for something, it's very easy to just be all in and then just figure out what, what you enjoy doing and, and the path will un- uncover itself for mm-hmm. you. Um, I, from a reluctant realtor mm-hmm. who said, I am never going to do this job. This is the stupidest job ever to being like raw, raw realtor all the time. Like, like anybody who knows me knows that I bleed Realtor. Yeah. Like if, if we're talking about home ownership, wealth building through home ownership, leadership development opportunities, how do we help grow um, licensees, realtors into business professionals? Like that just that mm-hmm. wakes me up in the morning, jazzes me up. So Andrea, survey. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. You're fine. I was going to say survey after survey that we do, at least on the Kansas side for the state association seems to indicate that our membership has absolutely no idea what the difference is between KCIR and uh, their state association or the national association or the MLS or the real estate commissions. They don't know what any of this stuff is most of the time. So can we talk just a little bit about the, the differences from a, we're going to assume that our uh, listenership uh, you know, has some reasonable background on this. I'm curious from a leadership perspective, what the differences are that you experience when going from uh, being uh, on the local leadership team uh, to being on a state level leadership team. Yeah, I see it as, I don't know if you remember this, I'm going to take us back to, do you remember the jello um, that had the separated colors? It, it's kind of like that to me. Like when, when you are just starting in real estate, the only thing that you really know is that I have to join this thing so that I have MLS, multiple listing service access, and I have the ability to get um, a lockbox key, right? So the the local association is going to be, for most people, the only um, one-on-one contact they have with any of the three-level agreement. And the state association brings... um, so local association has some lobbying at the, the local level, but where you really see the power of affecting legislation is going to be at that state level where we are able yeah. to, to make constitutional changes to the, the state constitution, where we are able to talk with our politicians um, and really be able to influence change. Um, I think on, on the state level, you may find some educational opportunities, but uh, statewide forms, things like that, those are all going to be handled at the state level and then um, passed down typically to a local level. Whereas the National Association of Realtors is very large and uncomprehensible to most people because it's such a big organization and they do so many things that I've been around 20 years and I don't even know the the like nitty gritty of Mm -hmm. what the National Association does. Um, So if I were to just boil that down to why does it matter to our listenership is that we become a force to be reckoned with 
when it comes to legislative matters. Mm -hmm. So when we have 1.5 million members, let's say, I mean, even if we had a fourth of those members who were replying to a call to action on a national level, um, mm -hmm. if we have that many it's people huge. who are communicating with the politicians who get to make a decision, because decisions will be made mm -hmm. whether we are part of them or not. Mm -hmm. And so when we have a big body of people that get to influence those decisions, we need that national voice. We need to be able to, to place our feet in the sand and say, no, we are standing up for private property rights for everybody who wants to participate in that. This reminds me, um, this is a state level thing, but you and I were in the room together. We were at a state event and there was some issue going through the Missouri House or the Missouri Senate, you know, one of those issues. And we were opposing whatever they were trying to push through. And after about three hours, we got a call that said, call off your dogs. The legislators have heard you. We are not going to fight you on this issue anymore. And I think that's where we truly saw the power of things like RPAC, our advocacy efforts, um, all of the things we do is that so quickly they would say, just call off your dogs. We've heard you. And then because we want to protect private property rights. Yeah. When I'm talking to people about RPAC, because it's such a big thing, is I, I relate it to something that we get. Mm -hmm. So a for sale by owner. Do we recommend that? No, because they aren't in it the way we are. They don't have the knowledge, the expertise to be mm -hmm. able to do it. Most for sale by owners. Now, there's some for sale by owners that, you know, have a lot of maybe they were past realtors. Mm -hmm. Totally get it. But I wouldn't try to lobby a national issue by myself. That would be like me trying to for sale by owner a, a big political action. Right. So I know that being involved means we have people who will go do that for me. Mm -hmm. Professionals who will go do that for me. Right. And people who are so well-respected within the industry. I mean, even today here at President's Circle, Paul Ryan on stage just talking what a powerhouse we have in Shannon McGann for the National Association and saying, you guys should be really proud of her. Basically, Shannon calls us up. We're listening to whatever Shannon has to say because she's well-respected within our industry. And that's basically how all of our lobbyists are for us at the national and state level is those politicians know who our people are and know that whenever we're making an ask, there's usually a reason why we're being asked that. So, so Andrew, I have a question for you. What are some of your goals as Missouri president? Um, so my theme this year is shine your light. Um, what I have learned from my years in real estate and in our association is that everybody comes with a very unique gift. And when we acknowledge that in other people, we allow them to shine their light even brighter. And I don't, I don't have any personal agendas in this year as president. It is just furthering the great work that we do out there in our communities as, as real estate professionals. So it's not just about the sale. Mm -hmm. It is about the lives that we get to affect the wealth building opportunities that we help create for people. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, I think that that's a, a really important distinction too between uh, the things that, and this sounds bad, I know that at the national level, there are plenty of things that impact us, but at the national level, it's not that hyper-focused, like, local piece. It's not stuff that's going to impact our day-to-day -day necessarily most mm -hmm. of the time. Yeah. yeah. Well, it may affect what we do to day-to-day, -to -day, but we don't realize it. 
So right, the fact that we right. have mortgage interest deduction, the fact that we still have a 1031 exchange, that's stuff that happens on the, the National Association of Realtors. Absolutely. Level. But we take, again, we take it for granted because it's right. done for us. Yeah. I have another question for you. So, you know, and I know you won't be comfortable answering this question. And I love saying that because her face is going, where is she going with this? It's, trust me, it's not a scary question. But as a perk to being Missouri Realtor President, you sometimes get to do some fun events or get to go to things that, that are special invite as a president. Is there any upcoming travel or any upcoming events that you are just super excited to get to be a representative for Missouri for? I actually am. Um, so we will be present um, at the MIPM conference in Cannes, France. And this is a global economic development summit. And I'm, I'm like kind of nervous because this is, this is like a big forum of, of top players in that um, EDC space. Mm -hmm. And we have um, in, in Missouri specifically, because that's the state that I represent, um, we have partnered with the Hawthorne Foundation. And in the last couple of years, we have brought some major businesses to Missouri, which as we all know, it, it helps everything. It helps the economy in our state. It helps job growth in our state. It helps housing in our state, um, which directly affects realtors. Um, so while we are there, we'll be part of the National Association of Realtors Pavilion. Um, there are several different states that will be there. Um, we have other representatives from KCRAR who are going. Um, and this is just an opportunity for us to spread the message of, of all of our members that Kansas City is a great place to be. Mm -hmm. Bring your businesses so here. Andrea, give us kind of an idea of what you think your day-to-day -day is going to look like uh, in Cannes, France. Like, what's yeah. what what? How does this work? Like, what is the MIPM conference like? Have you been before? I haven't. Um, so okay. this will be uh, the the time that I will be representing us. Um, I am traveling with people who have been there before, and so what that will look like is um, almost like if you've been to a state or national convention. It's set up pretty much the same, where you have booths that that people would go to. Um, we'll have some presentation time. Um, but really just talking one-on-one -on -one with all of these businesses, being able to go visit their booths and, and really um, we, we don't bring a lot of paper materials. We have a QR code and an amazing website that will help any of our um, participants um, and vendors alike be able to see um, what the, the housing opportunities are, what job opportunities would look like, the affordability of Kansas City um, and really just pimping our city. And that we have an airport. And we have a pretty airport now. <laughs> Everyone should come to see the airport. And, and here's the thing talking about the airport keeps coming back up because Kansas City is getting ready to have, or NAR is having the broker summit in Kansas City in April. And so everybody's already talking about, we can't wait to come to Kansas City and go to the broker summit. We can check out check that out new airport. airport. Everybody here, when, when they yes. find out that we're from Kansas City, though, oh, that's where the broker summit is. I think people are pretty excited about it. Yeah, I think we're still lining up some speakers, maybe. But there was one that I was kind of excited about that was kind of a maybe. But we won't talk the about big it. Big business that we actually missed out on because of our uh, airport had had not been a, a done deal yet. Yeah, that's. I mean, and that's true. I mean, one of the reasons the airport got done when it did was it was a part of the agreement for us to get the NFL draft. I mean, there's a lot of businesses right. that are putting things on the line due to this new airport. So it's like, yeah, we keep bragging about it, but there's, 
there's going to be a lot of economic development in our area simply because of that. And we'll probably get a lot more flight options. So it'll make it easier for us to fly direct places now um, better. So Andrea, we do want to be respectful of your time while you're here on, even though it's a work slash vacation-y thing, but it's more work than anything. So let's just be clear. We are here to work, not just have fun. Um, but what advice would you have for agents? Because you've been around for forever like I have. Um, in this changing and normalizing market that we're going through, what sort of advice would you have for newer agents who have not seen this? Um, yeah, so I, I think anybody who has been in the industry less than five years, you don't know what quote unquote normal is. Yeah. Um, so I would just say, get a mentor, somebody who's been in the business for over 10 years, because they will be able to show you what skills you're going to need in this changing market. And I would say love up on your database. If you do not have a consolidated place where you are keeping records of the people that you're talking to and about their family, because I mean, let's face it, a, a, a Excel spreadsheet that just has somebody's name and phone number, that is not a database, friends. That is Google. I mean, like I can go Google that. Mm -hmm. um, what your database exists is life stories. What are their kids' names? How old are they? When are they going to college? What pets do they have? And then communicating with them in a way that you are adding value to their lives. Because we are going to be in a, the, a any time ever that I've ever been in this business, the contact sport is now. Mm -hmm. and, and you're going to have to do more of it. Yeah. In, in the industry of technology, they're getting text messages from robots. They don't want to work with robots. They want to work with a human being. And you can only earn the right to do that if you're intersecting in their lives when they need you. So be in it with them. And they don't want you to say, who do you know who wants to buy, sell, or invest in real estate? They want you to say, hey, hi, how are you? How's your life? Yeah. You know, it, when you said that, it, and we talked about it before on the podcast, though it's been a while, but it's like Netflix put Blockbuster out of business because when people logged in, they got a personalized experience for them. And what you're talking about is a very personalized experience for each of your consumers and not just doing an overcast shout everything to the same message to everybody. It's asking very personal questions. How's your child doing? How's your dog doing? Sending them a gift card to Starbucks when you know they like Starbucks or Dunkin' if you know they like Dunkin' instead, but it's knowing those things that they like and giving them a very personalized experience. And that's what it's been forever. Yeah, yeah it has it been. It just hasn't always been technology. People right. have been carrying around notebooks with uh, things written down about people, and they make yeah. reference to those notebooks before they see it. My personal trainer still does that. I swear, yeah. she has everything about me written down in a little journal. Yeah. And then when I come, before I walk up those stairs, she's reviewed everything, and she knows everything about me again. Yeah. I know she doesn't remember everything about me. There's no way. Well, use that technology to remind you or to be able to look and see, okay, who have I not talked to in the last 30 days? So I'm right. just working smarter with the technology. It's not that the technology is doing my job for me. Yeah, sure. Me, hey, go be a human today. Yeah. There are just so many different ways to do it. I, I love that. It's a really important reminder. You talked about your trainer and then you brought up the doubling with the technology. My hairdresser, I've been going to the same hairdresser since I was 16. And back in the day, she used to have a book. And every time yep. I'm there, she writes down exactly what she did, including the mixtures of the colors for my hair. Because I do, I do highlights. And to now a few years ago, it shifted over to being now she gets out her iPad and she has it all there. But she shifted over in the technology. But still, every single time I'm with her, she takes a note of the day exactly what we did to my hair. So the next time she can say, do you want to do the same? Do you want to do something different? Because she, like you said, 
no one's going to remember everything they've done in the past, oh. even though I'm probably her most important client. She's probably not going to remember everything that I like just exactly how I like it, you know, right? Our brain. There you go. But she will make you feel that way. She will make, Paula always makes me feel that way. So it's very important. All right, Andrea, last question before we release ourselves back out into the wild of Mexico right is, right, wild <laughs> kids and all, everything, um, is, it's very windy here today, by the way, very random, but Andrea and I both went for runs and almost blew away today. So that's fine. We're going to do all that good, fun stuff outside is what else, what else should we have asked you about? What else do you want to talk about? What else do you want our listeners to know? Uh, you matter. Um, what, what we do in this industry matters. So even if like, even if you don't feel like what you're doing day to day, doing that resolution, it, it still matters. Um, uh, all of our affiliates, Sorry, I'm not choked up. I, I actually just choked on my drink. Um, <laughs> I could be choked up though, because I'm, I'm not passionate. Um, but affiliates too, like everything that we do in this real estate industry, not only affects lives and generational lives. Think about our, our clients that we've had who they are the first homeowners in any of their family. And the, the ability to have a place that you get to call home and be part of the American dream. Um, and what, what it was the, the stat, like $87,000 of, of um, ancillary services mm -hmm. happen because of each home sale. So the work that you do, even though it may feel like the day-to-day -day doesn't matter, what you do matters. The the joy that you put out into the world and the light that you get to share with the world, it matters. So I just want to make sure people know that. Oh, I love that. That's probably one of the best what else's we've ever had. So I love that. All right. Well, thank you for being our guest today, Andrea. Now that we've had you as podcast guests for KCRER and now Missouri Realtors, we'll have you back on when you're National Association president. No. <laughs> You can have me on any other time, but I probably won't be president. Yeah. Alex is muted again and he's still talking. <laughs> Stupid Zoom. Maybe you'll be Region 9 VP. Oh, oh I'd be yeah. okay with that. Okay. Region 9 VP. We'll have her back on Region 9 yeah. VP. All right. Well, thank you for your time today. We really appreciate you. Bye, I'm going to go get turned.